Hi, Barrett. All right. All right. And welcome to Live Club. And today oh. we have Jagsman, Jeanette, Pal, and Jeff. Hello. Thank you all. What's going on, my people? Jeanette, um, you mentioned you wanted to say something about Tim Kirshen, perhaps. So I thought I'd clear out for a minute and let you go for it. Yeah, so I don't know how many of our listeners are aware that Tim Kirchin is being inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. So he is actually, so this weekend is dedicated to all of the MLB Hall of Fame inductions at Cooperstown, and he is going to be a part of that tomorrow. So if you guys haven't listened to today's episode of ESPN Daily with Pablo Torre, I totally recommend it. It is a great insight into Tim Kirkchin, how he got into, like, where his love of baseball started. Pretty much, it was Manifest Destiny. His high school is, like, named after Walter Johnson, one of the greatest pitchers ever. He worked for the school newspaper, which is called The Pitch. So, like, the he never basically, like, like if Ricky Williams was to look at his chart, I'm pretty sure it would look like a baseball it would have red seams all over the place every planet just has red seams exactly or or like a box score or it's it's babe ruth and yaz and you know all the old like all the old heads that everybody only knows because it's the only baseball players that we're ever allowed to know we can't know about contemporary or even modern players because it's always about you know Three Fingers Mordecai Brown or something like that. No disrespect to him. It's just the only classic baseball name, old-timey baseball name I could think off the top of my head. What was the one that what was the one that Mike used as like an old white an old white guy and it was actually a black guy? Um do you know what I'm talking Lou about? Lou Brock? No, the, it was the Cardinals pitcher? Oh man, no, uh, there's a drop they use. Uh, I'll, I'll think about it. I'll come back to this because otherwise- It's not Chubby terrible. Checker, right? It was a baseball player. Oh no, it was Chubby Checker. You're right. That's but it. I think he also, he thought one of those like flamey, like flamethrower Cardinals pitchers from like the 60s, they all, he thought it was um, a white guy until he played the game. And he's like, oh shoot, that guy was black. <laughs> Salute great Cody. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it happens to the best of us. Anyway, I'm sorry for cutting you off. No, so, you know, as as lovers of the show and uh, a lot of the introductions that we have into deeper ESPN personalities came from the show, Tim Kirchin is one of the good guys, one of the people that you could feel his genuine glee about being on the show. So it was it's just great to know that for a lifetime of work, he is being rewarded for it. So congratulations to Tim, to his entire family. And I just, my only wish is that somehow like either Adam Silver could, it could be like the person that introduces him and says some wonderful things about him or Andy Reid or um, Jim Tom Sula. <laughs> anybody else <laughs> anybody from the looks like game could just introduce Dan himself oh my gosh like that would have but I mean 
Yeah, ESPN doesn't have control over Cooperstown, so why the hell not? would be pretty amazing. I guess, yeah. I mean, that would be goddamn amazing. He looks like a Q-tip, and he starts giggling while he's getting his... He had some one of those, like, old-timey thermometers. Or... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or a French fry. <laughs> oh, no, it's, it's Adam Silver and SVP. Perfect. <laughs> So salute Tim tomorrow. I mean, you guys will probably may or may not because, you know, nobody really cares for baseball. But you guys will hear all the flashy names, Poppy and all of the other players. But salute to Tim for just being super awesome. And we love him. Yeah, it's he's one of the few guys that's I'm, I'm not sure anybody dislikes Tim. It's just universally loved across the board. And he just. He's done a hell of a job for a very long time. So salute to him. Um, yeah, I mean, remember when he was on live with the show and he's like, I'm trying to find my dog. My dog got out. Oh, and then, God, that was so terrible. And he, and they were like, Tim, wh- like, why the hell are you on with us instead of looking for your dog? Well, because I had a commitment and I didn't want to, like, let you guys down, but I really need to go find my dog. <laughs> Yeah, he found the dog though. So. <laughs> Salute Tim's Tim's dog. Um, all right, Jeanette. Um, <sighs> you got a lopic? I got a couple. What do you think? Um, yeah. All right. So my Let's first speak. question. This is a good one for just I guess two people. Well, it's just the two of us here. Mm-hmm. Um, who the fuck brushes their teeth in the shower? Is that a thing? I that was the first time I'd ever heard of that. Oh, okay. So I have done it. I wouldn't say like it's not like a 50-50 split, but it is one of those occasions where I feel like they said I am saving time or I'm trying to save water. Um because maybe I oversleep in the morning and I gotta get ready for work. And I feel like I can't, like, I don't want to jump in and out. It's like, let's just do it in here. Um, so I think that's usually tends to be like the spot for that possibly to occur is like, you feel like you're, you're in a time crunch. So it's like your fastest shower and your fastest opportunity to brush your teeth. But see, here's my thought on this. And apparently do people do do this because you do, but I was I'm a people. Like, yeah, but I was thinking, like, if I'm in the shower, I'm like, my hands are being used for other things, like soap applying or shampooing or something like that. So really, it's not like you're getting two things done at once, because you can't be brushing your teeth. And, I mean, I guess you can one hand brush it. I, I wish the audience could see everything that you're doing, right? God damn it. I'm <laughs> pampering. Yeah, I'm pantomiming, brushing my teeth while shout while while washing various body parts like my hair, my armpits, my back. <laughs> but it's just a lot of arm jerking from side to side, yeah. and and it's, it's very like you're trying to stab a giraffe with a knife very, underneath. It's very Trump gif of uh, masturbating giraffe. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. I don't even remember what the hell I was saying. But also, it must be very difficult if you're like one of these shower people that you use 
like the old timey long brush bristle. So, you know, to, to go like, <laughs> it's kind of like, <laughs> it, it just, it's hard. It's like, because like, I don't try to do both at the same time. It's like, I finish like, let's say washing and then I'll start the brushing. So it's not like, oh, it's the last thing. It's either the last thing I do or the first thing I do. And so then yeah. I, so I don't try to do like that. I'm with Roy on this then. I think you're getting more water out of the shower than you'd be getting out of the sink. Barrett, where, where do you stand on the, uh, I don't know if he, can you hear me? Hi, Barrett. Welcome to the show, Barrett. No, you're muted or something. Hmm. Got nothing. Nope. Still talking and didn't. Tell us the last four digits of your social security number. <laughs> One, two, three, four. Got it. Okay. Okay. So maybe very. <laughs> all right anyway oh good now we got my dogs in the background god damn it hold on i have to mute to yell at him say something yeah so i i like i said i do that often and in my mind, like I said, I just think of it as a time and water saving measure, but it's also, I feel like I don't get the best brush teeth out of it because I'm not going for the full, you know, they recommend two minutes, but I know I usually tend to go about a minute, minute and a half. I don't really time it. Um, also, cause I have a manual toothbrush. Yeah. See, I got one of those quip things. And it, and it times it to two minutes. So, but anyway, we're probably getting boring about, God, I wish my dog would shut up. Probably getting boring about teeth cleaning. I just, I was a- No, I, I, and I, I dispute that notion of like, you know, I'm not a dentist, I'm not a dental hygienist, but I do dispute that notion that you have to spit out the toothpaste to like give the full effect of the toothpaste because when you go to the dentist and you get your teeth cleaned, they do provide you with a fluorine rinse after they've used the um, the polish, right? To 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 get the curd off and everything. They do provide you with that. And also, if your mouth, if you still feel like the sandiness inside after the fluoride after the rinse, they will provide you with regular water to rinse your mouth. So, so you feel a level of cleanliness. So to me, it was like, if my dentist in the office twice a year is giving me a liquid rinse, why would I sit, stand in front of my sink and just spit out toothpaste for God knows how long? Yeah, and I just don't want that feeling in my mouth. Clip it, maze. Um, uh, <laughs> speaking of those assholes... They totally got me to bite on a product this week and they weren't even trying to sell it, but I ordered a water pick like the day they were having that conversation and I've used it a couple of times. You know what? Pretty nice product. Not upset about it. I hate flossing. Flossing sucks. Um, Especially if you have um, impacted teeth. I mean, some people have crowded teeth because maybe you didn't get braces or whatever. 
So flossing sucks, but so if you can get a water pick, oh, it's it's such a lifesaver. I've thought about it, but I'm just like it was a whole like 30 bucks on Amazon. Ooh. So it, you know, it's I didn't buy a fancy one, but it still seems to be working fine for the time being. Do you are, are you gonna do like a what like a mixture of like your water with maybe like a rinse in there as well, a, like to dilute it so you can get like either the dentin strengthener or something like that? I don't know. I hadn't really thought that that much into it. It does have a bunch of different attachments though. I haven't really gone. Yeah, like that. like if you did it with the mouthwash, like let's you know like it, it will you will probably feel much more satisfying than just plain water. That's an idea. Maybe I'll give that a shot. Hi, pal. Can you hear us now? Yeah, guys. I think everything's back on the uppity up. Chill. We're good. Well, what's going on with you? You know, having a nice little chill Friday. Recently got a haircut yesterday, which was delightful. Um, I'm drinking a Mixed Signals hard seltzer from a little local spot. It's like two minutes away from my house. The best hard seltzer there is. Free promotion. Mixed Signals. Aerolodge. Barrett, are you still unable to talk to us? He was going to try to get on on his computer. His phone is. We're hearing about a blue, something about a blue screen. Okay. Um, Can you hear us? Yes. Well, anyway, let's just keep it rolling. Okay, we oh, should find a way to communicate with him through like signs or like how Hapistro had to use the like the whiteboard with the marker or something. I think he's got on on his computer. Hold on. Oh. I bear it. All right. All right. And welcome to Live Club. And today oh. we have Jagsman, Jeanette, Pal, and Jeff. Hello. Thank you all. What's going on, my people? <laughs> Whoa, are you coming through like on Stu's like headset or something? That was no, so it's, loud. It's, uh, somehow the audio started working on your phone at the exact same second as it started working on the computer. Right, it didn't work on my phone at all until it got on with my computer. And then they decided to go at the same time. Like, what the fuck was that? I don't know. Leave it in now. Um, Can y'all hear my AC? Nah, no, you're good. You're good. good. What's going on, Barry? Where's your dad at? Get him on Shut the hook. I know he's up. there. He's there somewhere. All right. So we were talking about uh, teeth brushing. I've got a couple things to say. Um, absolutely. You put your water on the toothpaste. You don't put, you don't go in with dry toothpaste. That's fucking weird. Anybody who does that is a weirdo. You wet no. your toothpaste. Toothpaste no, you isn't, went- is it like, it's not like it's not dry. You, know, you you wet the toothbrush. You wet the toothbrush. Then you put the toothpaste on. Yeah. No, y'all might as well be some people who like spit and don't rinse your mouth out afterwards. That's what they said. Off yeah, as. they were talking about how you're not supposed to do that. No, we've already done this before, Steve Martin. Allie brought that up, and Mayor Matt. You do this thing where you say Steve Martin when I'm like nowhere near in sight. So it's like, how do how am I gonna know? Mayor Matt. If you listen to Lauer After Hours, every property, midweek benches, then you would know Mayor Matt busted this myth LTC already. Guy through through. He, uh, he told Allie that, you know, he talked to his dentist friend and you, that's bullshit. That's absolute bullshit. I think we can pretty. <laughs> so he pulled the, I have a, I have a friend who's a dentist card, huh? Yeah. Cause I think that topic has been recycled and we the first time around we learned that Witty saw that on TikTok and 
as an old person, I don't particularly look at whatever TikTok does and think, I want some of that in my life. So I'm gonna keep brushing my teeth and doing what I do and just keep all that young people stuff away from me. Yeah, but Witty's a murderer. So there's that also going on. Yeah, all he's doing is like providing a lot of extra DNA material for Miami SVU by spinning that much. Because wait, 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 wait. How did Whitney get under the SVU category so quick? Well, you know, if when you're a murderer. CSI, CSI, not SVU. My bad. Salute Dick Wolf. Mm, There's some special victims in that unit. It's all. No. It's the. Se- it's the I, I would say. I, I would say it works. Sexual victim unit. No, that, oh, no. I it was special victim. I thought it was special yeah. victim unit. No, I got. I got my acronyms mixed. I meant CSI. No, I mean they Google do have it. A CSI I'll put a point on that. Remember, they had what's the guy with the glasses? Yeah, the redhead guy that was like way too pasty to be in Miami all the oh, time. Oh, is that the one that uses the Who song for their yes. theme song? David. Yeah. From- and he peaked. We're gonna get sued. Stop. Those, yeah, those, it's those definitely old... special victims unit and not sexual victims unit. So, I love it when Barrett peaks more than most anything on this pod. It gets me every time. Uh, yeah. Anyway, SVU. Yeah, those old white guy rockers are really litigious, so we gotta be careful with them. I just know if I look up sexual victims unit, I will Don't. get like a sexual parody. Or some kind of porn. Yeah, just, yeah. yeah. Well, not on a work computer. Definitely wouldn't loot you, especially for a work computer for you. Um, eh, it's not a work computer, it's personal. No, I know. Um, all right. That's so okay. I'll allow it. I had, a, I had another really stupid law pick, which is in light of Greg's shoe burial. R.I.P. Funeral, come on. Funeral, I'm sorry. Um, what, what item would you have? Like what? What personal item of yours would you have a burial for? It would really, like, really sentimental if you lost it. It's just some fucking thing. I got one, and it is. It's my wallet. It was my grandfather's wallet before me. This wallet is practically as old as I am, and when it's been through the ringer, I tell you what, it's been mudding. It's been through the washer multiple times. It's jumped in the St. John's River. You know, this wallet has been through the ringer. And when it finally goes, a burial is needed for it. Yeah, that's pretty good. You got one, pal? I've had uh, the same Christmas tree my entire life. And it was supposed to be done years ago, but we've done a good job taking care of it. It's, you know, it's a fake Christmas tree that we put together. But uh, no, you you kept a you didn't keep a real Christmas tree alive for fucking twenty five years. What? He's just growing in his backyard, and he just has Christmas morning outside. I got the Christmas spirit. If you don't know that, um, so just magical things happen when you tend to have the Christmas spirit. So, as I was saying before, I was rudely cut off and interrupted. Um, that's what I would bury. Because it's like one of my favorite things ever. Because not only is it tradition to decorate the tree as a family, but it's also tradition to build the tree as a family. So it's always been a good uh, measure for quality time because it takes like an hour to put it all together. And it was supposed to be done like after 10 years. It was supposed to be like a 10-year run. I'm 30 now. Still going strong. Thank you very much. 
And like Barrett said, when it's it's time to go, you know, hopefully I'm already long gone. But that's what I would want, Barrett. You so you got this thing going for another like fifty to sixty years. Mm, maybe like twenty to thirty. I don't see my run going that long. <laughs> I only get like four hours of sleep a night, so it'd be like that. Um, all right. Well, um, the one I was thinking of is my bomb. No, um, actually, um, <laughs> no, no. I got a skateboard that I got when I was a freshman in college. Well, there's, uh, I have another skateboard I got in fourth grade. Which one? Did your friend Douchey get it for you? There's no Douchey. Sorry, a, I meant um, Gucci. There, there, there's, Gucci. there's a Tugs. There's a Butt Cheeks. There's Barrett. Yeah, there is another Barrett. Oddly enough, I know th- I know three Barretts. Fake ass Barrett. They're, the other ones are older than you, so you're nah, the West Coast. Some, those are some fake ass Barretts. I tell you what, Jeanette, do you Barrett's. have an item? Damn, so Jeff didn't even get to finish. Oh, no. that's, he yeah, didn't even decide. He couldn't decide. Yeah, well, yeah, anyway, it was a skateboard that I, when I was at USC, like somehow they had a system at the time where you could go into the bookstore and just charge shit to your student account, which my parents are paying for at the time. And so I just went in and got a skateboard. And then I switched out the trucks and the wheels many times since then. But I rode that thing all over L.A. for a good five, six years and still going strong, sitting by my front door. It's, uh, it's traveled traveled to Hawaii with me, traveled to other countries with me. A, Has Bill McDonald seen it? Probably. That's, um, that's really sick. It's really cool. Anyway, Jeanette. Um, I don't have like a lot of my own things or like sentiment so for sentimental reasons because uh when i was younger we used to store them in my garage and when we had the el nino and the ceiling caved in from the massive rains all of my like homeworks and projects were destroyed so the only things i have are like they belong to my son but they're pretty well preserved so Unless it's, I still have like the shoe that he wore to his baptism. So maybe that, but that hasn't been worn in like 17 years. So I, I probably think won't he, be wearing it anytime soon. Yeah, it's like the size three, it's a tiny, tiny shoe. So maybe I'll, um, maybe I'll be buried with that when my time comes. So I'm like, I'm not giving this to you. Like, you won't know how to take care of it. Um, all right. Well, those are good answers. Does anybody but me have a lopic? Because mine suck. Yeah, so I, I I brought one up in the chat. Have you ever like stayed the night at a friend's or just at a slumber party? Not it can't just be like one singular friend, like at least two plus. But you had a slumber party, and you you know maybe you're the first to go to sleep, or you're the second, you know, or whatever. But then you wake up last. Have you ever oh, woken with a dick up at on anything? Your forehead? No, just have you ever woken up in, to anything strange happening? Like getting drawn on? I have I have some horrible memories of waking up with people trying to like stack food items on my forehead. And uh, that was already after they drew all over my arms and my legs and put like 
various uh, inappropriate sayings on there and some dicks. Were your shoes on? Of course, my shoes were on. It was okay. I was gonna. I was just making sure because if they did that with your shoes off, for those that don't know, that'd be really fucked up. No, shoes were on. Totally fair game. Yeah, high school Barrett would fall asleep with his shoes on because he would not want to take his shoes off anywhere. He was like, "Look, I'm not gonna fucking walk around without my shoes." Fuck that. And And it cost me. Yeah. Yeah, lots of dicks. Had pizza slices being stacked on my forehead while I was waking up. Oh man, one time. How many slices did they stack? I, enough for me to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's not a number. Go dog sick em. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. One time I got pelted in the face with a big chicken on New Year's Eve while I was falling asleep early. That's not a slumber party. <laughs> no, no, it was we we it was po- actually See, you're, post, even, you're not even following post-midnight. your own lap, no. no, no, it was post-midnight. Cut it out, cut it out, cut it no, out. No, no, we were all falling asleep in my buddy's house. That's I fell asleep not the premise first of the question. On, the ca- on the couch. Oh, you're right, you're right. Pal, you're you right. gotta stick with the premise of the question. It's your question, for fuck's sakes. You're right. I woke up to, like, two friends wrestling, and I was like, why are we doing this at, like, this time in the morning? I don't know. It was just... It'd just be Baby. like that. So, yeah. I have- were they pretending you were like the it was like a three-man tag and you were the first one and they were trying to do like like it was just a weird like like they were trying to like use you like we already have this guy pinned and then like like that you know no uh, i wasn't involved they weren't using me at all thank god i even smelled my thumbs to make sure um i was good so but uh (laughs) sorry the masculine urge to smell your thumbs uh, God. Um, so I have humor. One. I have one, but I wasn't the one that was waking up. I was the one that was fucking with a guy. Because I mean, I've had the same thing. <laughs> fucking the guy, fucking with the guy that was waking Hell up. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Let's go. Um, oh, but what I was just saying is like I've had uh, I've had the same thing happen like, with Barrett, <laughs> where it's like you know, like I wake up and I got like a dick drawn on my forehead or something. That's happened before, but. The one that I immediately thought of was, and this is like pretty early in our pot smoking days with like my group of friends. And we're over at my buddy Dean's place and my other buddy passes out on the couch. And it's these big like wraparound couches, really big. And he hadn't been smoking any, but like in our mind, what we thought we were pretty stoned. And our idea was we would take all the cushions off the rest of the couch and the pillows and just build like as airtight a fort around him as possible as we could with just like one hole open kind of near his head and then we just sat there and blew bong rips in it for 45 minutes and he just woke up stoned as fuck and no fucking clue where he was i think we were like 18 we just been dipshits but that one always gave me a good giggle that would be so terrifying to wake up stoned out of your mind <laughs> in, in a cave basically just like freaking the hell out that he stands up through all the cushions yeah I'm did anyone like you ever- have to you have to godzilla that fucking pillow fort at that point when you wake mm-hmm. up you're like what the fuck yeah. no dog circum. um did you ever rip ass into the into the singular hole in no, the fort to fuck I, with your I, friend I, I i'm not that i'm not that cruel okay good that's how you get pink eye so yeah. don't do that to your friends 
Um, Jeanette but looks so terrified. By I, I don't know if I told the story on here before, and I might have, um, where my brother and I drew on my cousin's face, and then he woke up in the middle of it and like went to go tell my mom like a snitch. But uh, before, like, like while he was doing that, I went to the restroom and drew on my face. And then, like, I colored in an eyelid. And then, uh, so my mom was only mad at my brother, not me and my brother, for drawing on my cousin. That's a heady play. That is a heady play. Yeah. My brother's face when he saw that I drew on mine was priceless. He was like, when did this happen? But, yeah. That has looked so distraught for the last few minutes. Yeah, so Jeanette, adolescent boys uh, fuck with each other while we sleep. That's, you know, it's like one time I was pretty proud of myself. I paint or not painted. I drew a uh, back, like a uh, backyard barbecue scenario on my buddy's leg. There were seagulls in the background. It was a nice sunny day. Some people were eating burgers. The grill was running hot. I got that all on a leg. <laughs> How big that is happens. this leg? I mean, it was just out in the open. So that's what got the fucking scenario. You know, that's what got the portrait on it. You must have also been hairless. Because you can't yeah. do that with a lot of leg hair. Yeah, we were like 13. Yeah. I'm going to need that picture for, the, for this episode's podcast. If you can get that to me, thank you, Jeanette. Do you you have to say something after the last few minutes? You've just been sitting there, shaking your head with this look of just utter disgust. Was it the thumbs? Well, yeah. It's um, with regularity. I often, when I see certain displays of of male things, I always think, "How the fuck did you did this?" these chromosomes dominate the world like you guys are drawing dicks on each other stacking pizzas <laughs> on each other like oh, yeah. trying trying to fight bears <laughs> like you know like climbing shit like while you guys uh, were love, like love a like, good climb well, while you guys, love a good while, while men were like risking themselves in like in wars and fighting all kinds of weird animals and, and trekking and trying to expand, you know, empires. That's when we women should have been more cutthroat and just been like, don't send that army anymore. Shit, let them fucking die over there. Let's take over. Should have been total Amazonians. You guys should not mm-hmm. have. We should have like. The, the the mothers of the old generation should have never allowed this shit to go on as long as it did. And yeah. Now we, now we, and now we can't buy condoms. So can't, I cannot with argue with that. I'm with all. you. Down with the patriarchy. We're stupid. Yeah, Something we else pretty, me and my friends did dumb. is we would throw... Hey, hey, hey. In, in, in the spirit of equality, there are also some women that totally suck ass and not in a good way. Baby. Or even in the good way. I mean, yeah. yeah. No kink shaming here. Yeah. What's the craziest kind of wars you guys used to have? Because me and my friends, we would have pine cone wars. And like, you know, you know, when pine cones before they like actually <laughs> broke open and they were hard. Like a motherfucker. Like, dude, yes. We, and we're all baseball players too. So we'd be running around our old baseball fields and just like trying to nail each other as hard as possible with these pine cones. 
Did y'all do ever do anything like that? Um, I'm trying to think. We had we had like I had like quite a few water balloon wars, and there was a couple soda. Like we would you know throw in a couple random soda bombs in there. Um, man, I got to Let me let me think though, because I think there's some. Water balloons is a big one. I also know I got in trouble one time because we were just launching them into a street and then it hit one in the back, you know, hit a car in the back windshield. Didn't break or anything, but it scared the hell out of the driver. So, uh, but let me think. All right. I got, I got at least one here. Um, this is, I feel like this is another one where we're excluding Jeanette unless she's been in some sick wars that we're not aware of. Um, but Jeanette, <laughs> how about you go first? How, how about your wars? I have not been in any wars. I've witnessed wars. So we've had uh, food fights uh, that I remember that. And it's always, always something stupid. But I went <laughs> my high school for all four years I was there. Every four years we had, I'm sorry to go to this place, but we had a race war. It's always the African-Americans versus the Latinos. And it was always the football team instigating with the soccer team. So you had to choose. And it was always the guys. So the guys were divided in that way. And then the girls, either we tried to end it or we added to the whole aesthetic of war. Because, you know, boyfriends and friends affiliations. Me, I was always just like, I see what I see. I'm not snitching. Uh, but if somebody touches me, I am going to punch somebody regardless of who it is. And I think the best outcome that came out, this is a rumor because this only happened when I was on vacation, that allegedly somebody knocked down the principal and she rolled back on her, and she like hit the back of her head, allegedly. And then I think it may have been true because when I came back, she was wearing a neck brace and then she was medically retired. So they got the principal in one of those. So that's pretty pretty terrible for her, but sorry I missed it because I really hated that woman. I would've ripped I would have ripped her fucking hair off. Oh my god. Speaking of principles and hair, our principal's haircut was shaped like a dick, like a penis. It looked really phallic in nature. And um my how, senior prank How does no- somebody have Dick shaped hair. It was a the, 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 it was like a bowl. It was like a bowl. It was weird. It was like a bowl parted down the middle, and it was like the but it wasn't like a straight across bowl. Like it was shorter in the front and kind of got a little bit longer and rounder in the back, and it looked like a penis. So my senior prank, and everybody ended up going with, oh, all the seniors are gonna park in four spaces at once. Lame. Like I, I showed up at not I showed up to school at nine o'clock my senior year. Okay. I, I didn't start the second period. So I didn't find parking that day. So it was a backfire on me. Like, it's like, but how does this benefit me at all? I wanted us to all dress like the principal and have a dickhead. Like that was my senior prank idea. But no. Oh, so that didn't actually happen though. No, but, but I did explain, I think on this podcast before that we put a taxidermy coyote on the, on top of the air conditioning unit of the drama building, which stayed up there majestically over Christmas break. Oh, I'm glad you said something, pal, because, you know, like I was going to have, I had my answer and then I decided to throw it to Jeanette first and she was, she went with race war and it was in the news. Look it up. I know, but I'm just like, one of them had to do with the world race war. The whitest guy ever gets to follow race war. 
Oh, the World Cup. Yeah. Seriously, it's like, what are we doing? Um, but my answer, Barrett, would be uh, stupid, like airsoft fights. We is, am I is my mic low again? No. Um. Yeah, but airsoft fights with like a brother and their homies, and and our homies and. Dude, you'd get like gnarly welts from those things. And then I remember when I was the only one that upgraded to a gas power airsoft gun and everybody else is still using like the spring. Jeanette, you're making a face, but you don't understand. Airsoft wars used to go fucking hard. Uh, Real hard. They hurt like a motherfucker. Oh, so bad. But yeah, and you get little, but yeah, you'd just be like cruising around in the bushes, shooting at your bro. Yeah, so airsoft wars was a really big thing around these parts, and then I tried to have an airsoft war party, and lo and behold, Atlantic Beach, Jacksonville, Florida, out here, we are a bird sanctuary, so anything from a slingshot and up is actually outlawed because uh, you know we're a bird sanctuary, and we're running around with all these airsoft guns just like in the residential streets, and we had the cops called on us and um so we had to lay all of our shit down in somebody's parking or in somebody's driveway and we're all standing there acting like hopefully that we don't get in a lot of trouble and my dad who is about my height super short five seven is walking back with this like cop that's almost seven feet i'm not exaggerating he is like six eight six ten like in that realm Oh my God, air soft wars are, uh, that's a pivotal part of my childhood. That shit goes hard. Mm-hmm. Duval! My second amendment. Was what? that a bad story? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. We forgive you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's no pizzas being stacked on your forehead, but. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd like to imagine them as the leftover pizzas from school that he takes home. <laughs> <laughs> the scrunches. Because they're square and they should stack nicely and evenly. Uh, I just call them scrunches, but there's no R in school or lunches. <laughs> so it's actually scunches. Scrunch- yeah. School. You're scunches. My scrunches. bad. We don't need to talk about scrunches again. I think I'm flying under the radar and we don't need to bring that up anymore. Greatest heist of our generation. Take that, DeSantis. I got a lopic. All right, what do you got? So I haven't listened to the mystery crate yet, but did you guys submit any AMA questions? No idea that was going on. So no. I did. And uh, one of them was partially answered. Ooh, continue. Yeah, so my question was for was for Witty and Juju, and for Juju, it's like, when is he, when can we expect new music from him? And towards the end of Mystery Crate, he says, you'll get it when you get it, or something like that. So <laughs> he's, he's working on something, so it was basically like TBD. And then for Whittingham, it was... You know how last week's mystery crate, he talked about the two ladies that slid into his DMs and he went on dates with. So my question for him was, how many DMs did he get that day or that weekend following that mystery crate? And how many of them were like, um, I guess you could call it serious offers for a date and not just, you know, people being for the lulls. People being dicks uh, and like messing with his DMs, like, hey, what's up? Uh, 
I like to spit toothpaste too, babe. I asked one question. I'll cut that. And if it was that I could be the Metal Arc official Jags fan, in which Lewis said he thinks I already am. So let's go! I'm part of Metal Arc! You gotta change your name to Jags fan. Oh, Jeanette, how about your uh, internship law pick? Oh, so on Thursday's show, uh, Stu was talking about how he is trying to get an internship for, it sounded like one of his daughter's lacrosse, future lacrosse teammates. She wants to have an internship with Mike Schur because she's a huge fan and she wants to get into writing and how he won't entertain the idea or something like that. So he was really trying to use this platform to uh i guess put pressure shame mike sure into you know giving this girl a shot as an intern uh and my lopic was if you guys were to be Stu's intern what do you think it would entail and who among us would be the best possible intern for Stu? like and i like right off the bat when you're meeting with him um it will, I'm, I'm thinking like he's interviewing you and you're like, it's going to be paid, but he's going to be like, it's an 80-20 split. He's going to take 80% of whatever your wage is because it's a privilege to work for me, buddy. All right. So Jeanette already kind of partially answered mine for me in the chat because I think she kind of nailed it, but I would just be like, Stu, buddy. Yeah. Throw a little sausage finger at him and just be like, listen, I got one word for you taxes i'll help you out with your ta- listen Stu. i'm a tax guy it's what i do for a living we're gonna move a little here we're gonna move a little there you know get we're gonna push off a little income to 2023 maybe harvest some losses do a little shifting around we got you i got you buddy by the way i bill at 650 an hour and then we go from there I don't actually bill at 650 an hour. Jeff Jeff would absolutely be the best secretary, I think, just because Mm. he's out. Well, let me let's let us all go before we give our who's the best here. Well, no, I'd be useless at almost every I I I can also roll joints. So like much like Snoop Dogg has his own, you know, professional joint roller, I'm pretty good at that and taxes. Those are my two general skill sets. And carrying an extra lighter just in case. I always have an extra lighter. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what I'm going to tell him, first of all, Stu and I, we, we you know, got a little bit of a rapport. Okay, we're boys a little bit here. So I think you know he's going to know that I'm a smart guy and I'm resourceful off the back. And I'm going to let him know that I am as such. He needs a bag man, I'll be his bag man. He needs a fall guy, I'll be his fall guy. That's where I'm going to come in. Also, this whole airport debacle, not making his flight, whatever, valet all the time right here. Don't even worry about the airport valet. I got you. You know, some of the some of the green stuff, I got you there as well. You know, I'll, I'll keep it coming, keep it flowing. You want me to send something to Abby so Sundays are a little more enjoyable? Got that for you. Okay, check that off the list. Um, Anything to make his life easier. You want me to text Witty that, you know, when they're upset that you're out of town because you're seeing the dead or whatever, like, I'll, I'll handle it. I got that for you. 
I'll be a fixer, ultimate fixer for Stugatz. You're, that's gotta, that's what I would want to do. You're you're pitching yourself as a meat shield, also in some way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're, you're going to be a little Roger Goodell action over there. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. You know why? Why should he? Why should he have to be so upset at this age? You know, he's coming in looking gray, looking tired. That's not from the heaters or from the Dead and Company. That's from the stress of the show that they're putting on him, constantly saying Stu got this and he's a problem that, not doing his job, the worst hour of freedom, you know, all this stuff. Um, so if he needs a meat shield, ultimate fixer, his buddy Christmas has him, or pal, whatever you want to call me, what have you. All right, Jeanette, what do you got? Well... I think what I would offer to the position would be um, in those moments where he's working from home, making that situation better from him. So actually plugging in his mic correctly to his computer, moving his desk so he doesn't have the light glare from the window and he looks like uh, has an extra layer of age on him. Uh, Taking Finney for a walk when the gardener shows up. putting gas in Abby's car so she isn't stranded somewhere, uh, helping her with her Zappos boxes, breaking them down, because I love breaking down boxes. I love getting, whenever we buy anything in a cardboard box, it's my moment of zen, breaking down a box. Um, if I hate it when people just throw complete un, um, complete boxes into the recycling and they don't break them down. It's super irritating. It's one of my pet peeves. Um, I think I would extend myself to also maybe be a meat shield, but not so much where then it starts coming my way because I don't want to be considered an incompetent person because the reason you're taking the internship is to go to another level. And as much as I want the reference from Stu, I understand that Mike Ryan and everybody else is also a potential reference, so I would want to respect whatever they're doing. But if there's and also like, like if he's goes he's somewhere in in South Beach and he doesn't understand what's being said because it's a Spanish thing, I can translate for him as well. Mm, mm, very good, Barrett. What do I have to offer? Shit. What I have to offer is being a good friend. I will not be a good secretary. My answer was Jeff would be the good secretary. This man can move finances around. He can get him some offshore accounts. Like Jeff would absolutely be the best secretary because he can speak Stu's language with let's fucking forge the shit out of your taxes and do this right. No, that is not what Jeff does. He doesn't forge taxes for anybody. I think the other plus that Jeff has going for him is that he would meticulously go over any potential NIL deals for his daughters, especially uh, Rachel with her lacrosse. And anything where an extra zero can come across the board, but also fly under the radar of the IRS, I think that's where Jeff would be perfect for that role. So I really think out of the four of us, Jeff is the front runner mm-hmm. because also he also speaks Spanish too. So a lot of like the Spanish language stuff, he kind of steals it from me. And he likes dogs, so he would take Finney on a walk. Mm-hmm. Um, would he though, or would he just get high inside of Stu's house and forget to? 
You know, Jeff also has good caddy energy. I feel like he'd be a you good know- caddy for Stugatz on the golf course. I don't know, Stu. You don't want to use this club. Okay. You know, some sage advice. Jeff just he has knows that the greens. He knows, he the, knows yeah. the greens. Of course speaks to him. But I think the make it or break it might be is Jeff willing and he's not here right now. So I'll repeat it again and we can. Oh, baby, bat, bladder Jeff. <laughs> no, would Jeff be willing oh, he's to. He's got a wee little bladder, don't he? Would Jeff Thank be... you, Arthur. Arthur from Peaky Blinders has just joined the pod. Arthur, do you think you could be a good secretary? We should let you finish a point. I was going to say, like, would, would the make it or break it line for Jeff be, is he willing to pedal um, Stu to help him with his back? I would definitely do that because, as we well know, I had back surgery at 16. So I know a thing or two about, you know, a trip to the chiropractor and, you know, making sure a good back is nice and set. So I would definitely have him on, on the – with the bicycle kicks. I would be, you know, doing a really good job of just back and forth, back and forth. You would pedal Stu. I would pedal Stu real good. I'd, I'd, get, I'd, get, it, I'd get him cleaned out. Know how good I was pedaling. Jeff, would you pedal Stu? Um, like your bike? Well, I mean, with my feet? No. Well, <laughs> um, Can you imagine you guys are both pedaling each other? <laughs> yeah, just kind of just, get a rhythm going. That's just more efficient. Hey, just do it on a Sunday so Abby can be like, not my problem. That counts. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, would there, like some of them really like, being weird about that shit. Like, whatever, man. Do whatever you got to do for a bit. Get on here and make an ass Chris, of myself once a week. I mean, Chris Cody really stepped into that Billy seat and took over this week. He was oh, so oh my God. good I've all missing, week long. I've been missing Billy a lot, and Chris did a great job of doing the You know, he did a great skeptical Chris this week. Also, he had the exact same take I did about the um, Tyler Hero tattoo, which is that it looks to, fake. Well, the the eyes have to be on the nipples. Oh. Like if you're gonna do that, you make the nipples the eyes. Mm-hmm. But it's it's the I think it's the worst tattoo I've ever seen. Um, I had, that's, a, that's also a tattoo that is very much specific to men because as tits? a uh, <laughs> that's well, fine. The tits and you birth <laughs> at the exact same time. Oh, what a what a what a pod. Continue, Jeanette. No, because as as a woman, those those nipple eyes would fluctuate Not with nice. age, and let's say you have you get really droopy eyes at some point. Or if you want to get the perk, the perkiness, you're gonna lose a part. You will most likely use a part of that tattoo, and it's gonna look much worse. You maybe get some googly eyes. They're looking in opposite directions. <laughs> I had I had a brief behind the scenes note on this on this pod. Like so, this may not sound like something that is humanly possible, considering what we usually do here. But I actually do take like some notes sometimes as we're going. And now and again, I'll like write if there's a phrase that just makes me giggle. I'll write it down as like maybe we could use this for like the title or something like that. And I don't know why. I think I think. 
via the beers and long rips are getting to me. But the last thing I wrote before I got off there for a second was, I love breaking down boxes. It was just a Jeanette quote. And I'm like, no, it's title. seriously, it's therapeutic. Jeanette, I was going to actually ask you, but I don't want to interrupt you in the middle of that um, when you're making that point. When it comes to breaking down boxes, do you like, are you, you know, someone who, if you hit the sweet spot by getting the tape down just right and then boom, you're able to just real flatten it real quick? Like, or do you like a challenge where it's like one of those tough like boxes where it's like two boxes in one um, and you got to split that and you got to break or, everything apart? Or you go in the Michael Thompson approach, which is water them down so they're easier to fold. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's just. No, I, so first of all, if you see me breaking down boxes, do not, do not think that you are being kind by offering to help me and break down boxes because you will, you're just getting in my way. I, I appreciate it. But if you see me doing it, just turn around and go do something else. Leave me in that moment because it's my moment of Zen. And if someone is trying to come and help me, you're just canceling that out because you you are not going to do it the way I want it done. And that is going to frustrate me because I'm going to let you. And then when you leave, I'm going to fix it. And me fixing it is not going to make me feel better because I'm like, there are no crisp edges. There is no, if I'm using a box cutter, there is no easy on the trim. It's not going to fold properly into my blue bin so that other recyclables can fit in. So just, you know what? Go make me a sandwich, bring me a beer. That's how you can be helped. Mm-hmm. if you ever saw me breaking down a box your blood pressure would go through the fucking roof like my strategy <laughs> has is the polar opposite of whatever you just described Dad, I'll, do you I'll just, step on the corners i just Are jump i just jump up and down on, on it, it. Oh i put my shoes God, on it and i just Jeff. jump up and down on it until terrible. i can hold it a bit. oh my God, absolutely terrible no, when i delivered I'm pe- when i delivered at... pizza no, we I had to break my... down boxes constantly my... every day I have my box cutter if it's a large box, like the freaking shed that I built the other day, that huge box, it was like seven by five or something. So really thick cardboard. So figuring out more or less eyeballing, where's the middle, cutting it in half and then cutting so that there are two pieces and then trying to fold that in half and trying to get the smallest square possible. It's never gonna be perfect, because I, I don't go for perfect. I, tr- I try to go for if it fits. So it's not going to be like perfect squares or a lot of precision, but it's not going to be gigantic pieces sticking out of the bin. See, my solution for it not fitting in the trash can is literally just climbing up on top and jumping up on mm-hmm. and down on, in the shit mm-hmm. in the trash can. There's no, yes. there's no joy in that. There's no, no it's the most sense joy. of pride in it. It's like, it's like no. you know that episode Mm-mm. of you know, Mm-mm. you know that episode of uh, I Love Lucy where they're stopping the grapes. It's just like <laughs> a forty-five year old callback, but it's like Absolutely that. Great Cody. Yeah, it's like <laughs> you're just in there. You know, maybe put some, maybe I'll put my like extra tough boots on. You know, get some, no, like, shut boots. up. You're wearing rainbows. Bam, bam, bam. Jeff, <laughs> rainbows using, rain- the- Jeff using rainbows <laughs> to step on the corners. I of mean, boxes I have done that. I'm not going to lie. It's yeah. the least surprising thing I've ever heard. I twist my every ankle. box he has being like holding it steady and stomping on it and then like going all way. I, I like foot. to do like, I like to do like the two foot kind of like Mario stomp. Oh, you yeah. jump. 
you jump on the on the edges. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just stomping those things down with two feet at once. Just has the trash can ever tipped over when you do that? Um, yeah, yeah. that has happened. <laughs> Is it on but, camera? No, but okay. but the way I have it now, my trash can is up against like my boat, my driveway, so I can just kind of hold on to the side of the boat and jump up and down. And it works fine. I haven't done this in a while, I'll admit, but I have done it many times. Now, now that I say it out loud, it's it's really quite pathetic. I always like when it comes to like stacking boxes and trying to make the most out of your space when you're compacting them is like, you know, when you stick them all and it's like, there's no more possible room, but then you just kind of slightly open the top of the ones and you, you start putting them in the little, like the folds right there. And then you can kind of continue to build that way. Oh my gosh. And you're just like, yeah, you gave me two boxes to fill all of these boxes into only needed the one. And now that box, the second box, it's in there too. I love that. Yeah, exactly. That's why I said it. Like, I don't try to go for perfect. I'm never going to get all of the lines super accurate, but it is going to, it's going to fit and it's going to just be, it, it's not going to be cumbersome and it's going to be within the dimensions of the recycle bin. And that's what makes me happy. When I see my other neighbors who just are like, it's all sticking out. It, it's like, I, I heard a little. I heard a lot. So like trash day, I try not to go out too much and survey what's on my street because the moment my eye catches one of the blue bins and I see mountains of cardboard, I have to stop myself from wanting to fix it. I, I like the idea so much of you like going through your neighbor's <laughs> recycling just because the organization of it is driving you nuts. <laughs> you're like somebody else is there fighting you for beer bottles for like five cents a pop and, and you're like no no i don't want them i just think they should be organized better <laughs> you're already picking up their trash now you're like this is for me i'll organize those boxes give them to me i don't know maybe like if i'm ever having like a particularly like low self-esteem day or something i need to pick me up maybe i'll do that for like the endorphin <laughs> kick of like i'm like really fool you couldn't do this watch this yeah, like I've always. That how, wait, how do you do that? Do that <laughs> yeah, that's so, an extreme. Yeah, I've like um, like if I could have a second career, I would love to work for the Department of Sanitation and be the person that then takes the recycled the cardboard. It smashes it even even further into like the pretty squares that get taken somewhere. So working with the heavy machinery, that's what, and also the same thing with like aluminum or breaking down plastic or even like the people that smash cars. I was going to say the car compactor would be fun. Yeah. I saw some smashed cars the other day being transported and they looked, they were all one, they were all the same size, more or less the same height. And I'm like, that looks cool. That must be an awesome job to have. That being said though, like. I have a soft spot for so many old cars where I'd find myself like, all right, Jeff, you're supposed to smash this car. And I'm like, it looks like a nice car. Like, and then I'd end up just buying all the cars that I was supposed to smash. It'd be a bad situation. And have a but, but would you feel better smashing them if it was like a car that was donated by 1-800-CARS-FOR-KIDS because their jingle is so annoying? I'd rather smash the kids into a small block. Car for kids. Like, literally, give me the kids off of that commercial and let me put them in that compactor. 
Oh my god. <laughs> Allegedly. Uh, fucking hate. The only thing that I've heard worse than that in a long time was that stupid that's not Atlanta music video thing that showed up on Twitter and you guys put in the chat. And somebody put Gwinnett's it in the chat. Gwinnett's not Atlanta. And Cobb's not Atlanta. Dude, I, oh I my had god. Was, all I had was I, I couldn't remember any of the words beyond that's not Atlanta. And that was just stuck in my head on loop for like three hours after. I was so angry at the goddamn chat. Buford's not Atlanta. My, I, that tweet that I posted of all I see in here with our, with the party till I die, that, that just keeps getting likes and retweets and quote tweets. It's because still going it's, on. It's the best piece of art that's been made in the last 50 to 60 years. Is that the same artist? No, yeah. it's just another yeah, artist. Absolutely. 100% it is. Mm-hmm. It seems person. like it is. The chick who does the pub, the like actual song that, that How does comes it go? from. How does it go? Party till I die. But the actual song. It's like with my tits up high or something. No. Yeah, however the actual song is, it seems like it's the same chick. She looks like somebody that would get the Tyler Hero the titty eyes tattoo like yeah. to prove she's hardcore yeah, i agree it would say not at no not atlanta but it, I, I don't know i'm gonna figure that out yeah he's spacing but um uh, i like think the, she says with like my chin new- up high not with my tits up high yeah i think so too i, I don't know i had an immune moment there <laughs> but uh, my brain. favorite my favorite part about that Stu's whole- mom died yeah, that that mashup with with uh, that chin up high song and and Edgy Zeros is the original tweet when the guy made it was just like, I fixed my laptop so I could do this, and it's still like the best thing I've ever seen on Twitter. It kills me every god. We have to we have to put the link in in the description now so people can see it. But it's still the funniest thing I've ever seen. Well, well, actually. Second funniest thing, because you know what today is? Today is the anniversary. I want to say the third anniversary of the night that second anniversary. I, I think so. Uh, Let me right, confirm. The, of the uh, of the night that the what or the night that the you good game ended up. Um, you know, with that night we met Pete and the Rock replied. Today is the anniversary. <laughs> Best tweet of all time. <laughs> I, gee, bless you. But I don't think I've laughed that hard in the last 10, 10 or 15 years as I had that night. Second or third? Second anniversary. Second salute. Anniversary. Salute Steak Pete. sauce. <laughs> salute Steve. Salute Gojo. Salute Jeff. The salute rock. at BFG728, which I think is like The Rock's it was a, somebody that The Rock is friends with. I don't know. Salute, Baron. It was the funniest tweet of all time. Salute, Pete. Everyone's like, you good? You, yeah, I'm good. You good? Yeah, I'm good. And then Pete just drops in, I need job in USA. <laughs> God, it brings tears to my eyes to this day. Do y'all remember the magician that we met? on one of the like send the zoom link out to randos uh i think so it was this kid and he was doing card tricks and his first one was kind of one like i'm not gonna 
say that it wasn't impressive, but it's kind of a basic card trick. And then he was doing another one. And right before he, the payoff happened, he left the Zoom and we were all like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Dude, those early pandemic, like, let's just get drunk and send out a link to see who jumps on Zooms. Those were, those were a dangerous game. Those were the most dangerous game. Can never do that again. If you know, you know. At least seven dicks crossed the table. <laughs> they were dicks. There How were many more, crossed your face? There were more dicks than the first episode of that Minx show, which is a good show, by the way, especially if you like looking at dicks. Um, huh? But even if you don't, oh, it's still yeah? a good show. Is it, you, have you guys seen this? It's, like, it's about like the starting of Playgirl, I think, or something like that. It's, I think it's an HBO mm, show. Pretty good, okay. actually. I'll have uh, to check it out. Yeah. But, um, all right, well. Oh, my God. Smeddy pissed me off this week. All right, let's hear it. Her limited fake Obi-Wan Kenobi or whatever the hell, that wasn't anything. It's Kenobi. (laughs) One stat and no. Yeah, exactly. One One stat and no. Awful. Awful. She should have spun that into, like, being one stat that's what they, that's what Stu heard that's what he was trying to go with and she was like no and then she didn't have anything else other than just the name uh uh-huh. um yeah you know usually i'm not one to talk a ton of crap on somebody i try not to talk shit on much of the show but um the the notre dame bullcrap when she was going up against skipper uh, this morning, and I mean, you have to grant grant me that I'm a USC guy. I hate Notre Dame almost as much as I hate UCLA. It's like right there. It's like one and one A. And oh god, like Skipper's trying to make points, and she's just coming back with like angry defensive Notre Dame takes, and he's just kind of like trying to be courteous about it and go with it. But God, it was getting under my skin, dude. It really was. Yeah, Just but he he, he can be above that because I'm pretty sure it's a lot of what he dealt with in his time in sports media is is irrational commissioners or representative of of sports trying to sell you on why their team or their league or whatever is a bigger deal than what it actually is and he can just kind of like see through that bullshit and he just understands numbers money and increasing money so so it's it's similar to it's a more charming way of what david samson does but she but but she you know and i think we're all like this when it's something that we particularly care for we can't speak on it we speak on it with incredible that's right let's go uh let's go we just speak with it with, with a bunch of passion and even though we might have facts yeah, and reasoning with it. You can't shake your biases. I know. I'm the same one. Yeah. And and when someone might be trying to explain to you why what you believe isn't necessarily correct or can't happen, it's like you should pay it when it's somebody that is in a seasoned pro that ran a fucking media company and he's running a, like two more, you should... 
put your guard down and realize it's not an attack on you it's an explanation and actually absorb the information and not get defensive about it yeah exactly especially when it's you know also the guy that signs your paychecks and then fucking notre dame sucks and everyone hates it sorry i was i was being biased again um anyway um anybody got but anything else? i oh, will say yes. if any like jeff's been trying to get off of this podcast for so long now no, oh, i have not but they but any other school that would like you know prestigious school that would have lucked into being an independent such as them would have the same and like sense of grandeur because you know that throughout this pursuit this realignment that you are worth a lot of money and a lot of viewership to one of these new conferences that's going to come out of it so yeah all the guys are chasing you so you're gonna flirt and you're gonna take a look around and you're gonna try to find the best guy to go home with at the end of the day or woman let's not be sexist you know it's 2022 you're gonna find the best person and hope that when you wake up in the morning they don't draw a dick on your forehead Correction, it's Notre Dame. Or stack pizzas. It's Notre Dame, so I do think it would be Guy. I think that there's going to be a lot more independent schools. I think that some teams are going to have exclusive rights with different uh, streaming services, and that there's going to be, like, the two, what he was saying on that episode with Samson, that there's going to be two powerhouse conferences. I think that that's going to happen, and I think that some high-marketable schools that don't get into one of those are going to be like on amazon or on peacock exclusively you know i you know who i really feel bad for is like most of the pac 12 because i'm pretty sure it's going to be like the pack eight sponsored by Lauer After Hours, pretty soon. Oh, <laughs> let's go hey if that means we get to sit in a suite with big boy at Oregon football, it's going down like that, bro. No, Oregon's Ooh. gone already. Oregon, Hawaii. No, we're gonna we're gonna, oh, it's gonna go be Oregon State. Hawaii. Yeah, Hawaii. You don't want to go. State. You don't want to go to Oregon State, bro. You know where that is? Nah. But you don't want to go to Corvallis. But that's the Reeser family, and they make all that bomb ass potato salad, all that Reeser um, food that when you go to the refrigerator mm. section. They make all the macaroni salad, the potato salad, the fruit salad that you bring to your to your um, family reunions. That's the that's what's up. It's a lot of mayonnaise based products. Reminds mm-hmm. me of the, 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 the school I got my MBA at. It's called the Paul Mirage School of Business. And Paul Mirage is famous for inventing the hot pocket. And so my buddy, ever since I started going, ever since I went there, it's just so how's your degree from Hot Pocket you going, you fucking asshole? It's like, yeah, screw you. That's so Pocket. sick. Why have you been talking about USC this whole time when you went to Hot Pocket U? Yeah, right? I know. What has USC contributed to? Yeah. Not Hot Pockets, I tell you what. O'Shea Jackson Jr. <laughs> oh. Speaking of Star Wars. He didn't, fit, he didn't graduate, though. Yeah, he's a true. He dropped out. He said that what he said, he, he said himself, what has the school contributed? And then he dropped out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Jeff would be Stu Gotts' best secretary. Come on now. You see that response? 
He just said Pishaw and waved his sausage fingers around. Uh, it is kind of stupid. Him. He why he should he should get a Pishaw going now and again. That would that would suit him. I feel. How would he say Pishaw? Yeah. <laughs> that was my favorite for the longest time. That was my favorite. Rejoin the Marty Gob. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was like, Barrett, this will only be a good joke for three of us and none of our listeners, but um, they're like... Salute, Capo. I already know where you're going. The ESPN um, LA, like, radio station out here, like, the main show is um, Mason in Ireland, which we've had Mason on the pod before, Um, and for the longest time, they they did a bit called Fast Track, and the the intro was just like a computerized like lady going fast track and like apparently after like a few years one of the producer's moms just asked him why the hell do you always play the phrase bobcat before (laughs) (laughs) before the segment (laughs) just like how many people think it's bobcat that was a moment yeah. yeah, you're right. That is only for three people. I thought you were going to make a South Park joke, but I have no idea what you're talking about. No. Um, I got it, Jeff. It was good. So does anybody have any more lopics or anything well, else that they want to complain about? All right, last in? last thing, real quick, around the horn. Um, I'm going to say this is going to be a twist on what they've done in Mystery Crate today. So I what, haven't listened I know, yet. but it's okay. Get over it. What is in Dan's presidential cabinet? Because I got chicharron. Tequila. A a salad with fries on it, maybe. Tequila. Cincoro. Whatever he puts on his popcorn. Oh, the popcorn fixings. Mm -hmm. Wow. Accoutrement. Mm -hmm. Gravy? Like a a gravy boat of gravy? Yeah, he's a gravy vampire. A lot of grief then as well. Grief will be there. Grief, yeah. Tons of grief, yeah. Yeah. Other things. Uh, Pat Riley cookbook. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amino acids. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What else? No, he would keep um, some Cuban black beans for Poppy Mm -hmm. because they're his favorite. Mm -hmm. Um, Um, Let's see. Shambi. Have you apologized to the baseball community? Uh, Who? Jeanette, Jeanette, made me, yeah. Jeanette made me apologize to the baseball community. Jeff, what'd you week. say? <laughs> you have well, to go but, back and listen. Yeah, I thought you listened to all and, the properties. Yeah. Yeah, so just just to be clear, though, I definitely I definitely started a lopic at the beginning of this that one of our other properties already covered, right? Because I haven't listened to it, and that became, like, super obvious with the, with the toothbrush thing. Oh, is that? I don't think it would be that obvious. Well, Scanny Barrett jumped on immediately and was like, "Well, we just did that." That was months ago, though. In all honesty, that was months ago. Okay, we're in reruns. That's fine. That now I feel. Yeah, yeah. Because remember, they brought it up in the first, like saying, like uh, the show Witty and Jessica, because they're they apparently get a lot. Not they don't. There's a lot of medical advice on TikTok, so they did say before trying out the medical advice you see on TikTok from people that pre- you know present themselves as medical people in the medical field 
consult your own physician to see if TikTok physicians are right for you. To see if a couple's colonoscopy is right for you. Well, plus midweek stenches are less regular than we are. You know, LTC is the Gotta get some athletic greens. Salute, yeah. Minamusa. Speaking yeah, of which, we'll have a we bonus. Have the same joke. We're having a bonus <laughs> LT baseball LTC dropping uh, tomorrow. What? Oh my God! I have to just LTC? say, yeah, uh, it's we, just it's we, Aaron bringing up Otani and and Trout and how the Angels are wasting them, and then we just kind of riff from there for a little bit. Wow, but it's just Stu? bonus tent to get out. Stu, good plug, pal. That was an amazing plug. Stu and Dan making the same war, uh, Wizards joke fucking had me dying on the floor they made the exact same joke with that question and i just lost my shit i woke my roommate up i i, I just kept saying it's a, it's definitely a wednesday in july <laughs> Dude, <laughs> playing the, family the, feud the july 10th is hot and heavy right now oh yeah i think that was also like a, a tony and juju's abilities were greatly underestimated because I think I think for Tony it was his inability to make lists or to think on the fly is why they doubted that he would be good under pressure for Family Feud. But apparently they found a lot of his wheelhouse like sexy underwear. I mean, for Family Feud, I think there's only one answer. I want five Chris Cody's. Well, so gonna... that's, let's do this. Let's go around the horde and let's make our, our list of five that we want to see. All right, all right. Then we're, we're wrapping this shit up because Jeanette has people yelling at her in the background. No, because it would be the whole Cody family that you're trying to see. It would be Greg. Irene. Erlene. Oh, Uncle, yeah, Unc- Uncle Dick in the fifth position. Mm-hmm. It's, it's Greg, head of household. Erlene. Chris. Chris's brother, who Michael? has a, yeah, Michael, because mm-hmm. if you've heard him on Greg Cody Potty, he has a decent understanding of pop culture. And then Uncle Dick, who would just like, he's that loose can, him and Greg are kind of like the loose cannon, but I think Uncle Dick wouldn't be so lost in the spotlight. Greg, I think after Steve Harvey says, good answer, good answer, he would believe it's a good answer and he would just stare off into the camera and not look at the board. He wouldn't hear the, Ehh. What if Dan worked out like a hard neck workout with them <laughs> going into commercial breaks? And then that would be awesome. And then it would be the Levitard family on the other side. So it would be Dan, Valerie, Poppy, Lourdes, and Lebo. I like the idea. Ooh. I like the idea of witty, like, you know, getting the questions. They're supposed to be bait questions about saying something like inappropriate. And they're just always using the anatomically correct, correct phases. I just burped and then misspoke of anatomically phrases. correct f- phrases. So like, you know, it's something that, you know, the line, they're expecting somebody to go boner. And he goes penis or erection yeah. for boner. Yeah. There you go. That would make more sense. Than, all right. Thank you for making my joke for me, Jeanette. I knew you did the help. My five that I would want to see is Dan and Stu, obviously. And I would like to see Chris Whittingham because I think that he would actually be able to answer some questions well. And I got to give it to Juju and Tony. They proved themselves. They were the only one who won in Fast Money. And and they, they earned their spots. Oh, yeah, they did. 
Oh, is it my turn to build my team now? Is that what we're doing? I guess. Okay. So. Uh, well, let's see. Billy and Chris, just because they're they they think outside the box, and sometimes you need that. Tony and Juju, for obvious reasons for what they did. And Poppy's wise. I'm going Poppy with my elder. Good with mm-hmm. tax. Good with tax questions. But yeah, I so. think as Poppy, like if it's in the fast money round, he's gonna. I think he's gonna want the question repeated. So it's I gonna think, be a little slow. yeah. So maybe he doesn't make it into the fast money. It's Juju and Tony, but I think Poppy is there to kind of like. To, to just represent like the Levitard name and brand. Well, you just and, 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 and eat the and eat, he's gonna sneak in like a thing of beans. It's gonna be his turn and you're, he's just gonna be eating the beans and he's gonna be like, hold on a minute, Steve, buddy, hold on. What you definitely don't need is Chris reading the questions. Because motherfucker's trying to burn through him so fast that nobody couldn't understand what he was saying and then they just ruined the whole timer and just crispy and Chris. He has been good this week. You're right. <laughs> he was awesome this week. Uh, Hell beat. yeah, he picked him. up the Billy roll amazingly. Yeah, he was the one providing like a lot of the slow July content. He was just like different Slon, ideas throwing out there. Slon. The pedaling idea was fantastic when he brought that up. I was dying Watch out now. laughing. Oh yes, okay. That, that's one thing I wanted to say, too. I have been saying, look out now or watch out now all week to everyone. Look out now. Or I go, look out. Like, I've, been, I've just been saying that like crazy because that was so funny. Oh, man. he Salute Chris Cody. You salute know, great Chris job Cody. this week. Great job picking, picking that up for the team, Chris. For those who can't see, we're toasting why, our beers in the chat. That's why he's the owner of a, high, like, like a highlight team. You know, they, they just don't give out highlight teams to just anybody. You have to be a visionary, a creative, a master of word combinations. Actually, combinations. I think you just have to have like a minimum household income of $42,000 a year and a credit score of 664. <laughs> or just some connections with the industry that like brought the entire highlight league back. Mine was funnier, you asshole. You should have left it. I know. I'm sorry. I'll cut it, Jeff. Don't worry. I got you. All right. Let's get the fuck out of here. Um. Anybody? Uh. Anybody got any last second thoughts, or can we wrap this motherfucker up? How? Wrap it up. Let's wrap you it up. Do an outro. Let's do it. And that was laughter the club with Jeanette. Jeff and myself in Los Angeles with Jags man out in Duval. Jags fan, that is. Uh, wishing you a, a good night, and I hope you get home safe. Salute my grand fan account. Party till I die. 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 Party till I die.